Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash clay and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, puretalk.com slash clay to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost my turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. Bold, reverent, and occasionally random. The Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck podcast starts now. The G7, you saw that photo, right, Clay, with all these world leaders. None of them had a tie on. And this is where I get to, maybe I'm going to start a little something here. I'm just going to say it. I'm anti-tie, and I know that some people think that this is uh, this is blasphemy, but I don't know why we still feel compelled. And I just want to make my case to you. I don't even know where you come down on this, so may- maybe you agree with me. But the notion that we should still be, because a bunch of Croatian mercenaries in the service of Louis XIV, and I think it was the 17th century, wore a little piece of cloth around their neck, and then the fancy French fashionista said, this looks cool, we're going to start doing this too. I don't think we have to keep going with this thing anymore. I know people say, and the people that know fashion and stuff are going to say, Buck, this is why you wear baggy T-shirts all the time. Fine, but they're not comfortable. They don't really make any sense, and we don't have a tie sponsor, so I'm I'm proud to say, or I'm comfortable saying, I think the necktie needs to go bye-bye. I I don't disagree with that at all, actually. Um, And... I, I've been anti even wearing jackets a lot uh, because when it's not cold, um, and this is maybe the Southerner in me, like having to put on a jacket when it's 98 degrees is makes no sense. So when I practiced law, I had a suit coat with a tie in the event that I had to go in court so I could put it on, you know, there's a hearing or whatever, but I would show up like most lawyers would in like a button down and khaki pants or whatever. And I I really I, I'm in agreement. I, I I mean as I sit and talk to you right now, you know, people obviously in the theater of the mind here have no clue. What do I wear ninety nine percent of the time? T shirt, shorts, flip flops. I mean that's even when you see me behind the scenes here on Fox News, if I'm doing it from my home cam, I've got a jacket and a button down on and then I've got shorts on. Tomorrow morning, when you see me on Fox and Friends from down here in Florida, spoiler alert, I'm going to have on a jacket, a shirt, 
and shorts and flip-flops, nobody will even know. But if you see me from behind, that's what it looks like. I just think it's important we speak the truth. And the truth is this notion uh, – first of all, I don't – like a, a three-piece suit is not comfortable. I don't care what guy, who you are. They're not that comfortable. Suit jackets are – but I understand for business purposes and everything else, your presentation matters. Okay, I'm willing to deal with the suit. But a tie, it's like a strangulation device. This makes no sense. They're not comfortable. For weddings – and it's the way I feel about black shoes for weddings and funerals. Fine. The only I'll wear reason I'll defend a tie, I will say this, is men have almost no other way to distinguish ourselves, right? Because the average guy, you wear like a white shirt, a dark jacket, and like whatever, you know, dark pants. Women have all sorts of clothes that they can wear. The tie is maybe the only thing that can provide a little bit of flavor, right? You get the different color tie, the fun tie. Oh, I'm not in Clay, favor Clay of them. wants to share his flavor. I'm not in favor of them. I'm just saying there's a reason why when you go to a wedding, for instance, every man is wearing the exact same outfit and we all look a little bit ridiculous. Now, obviously, that's because in general, we don't matter Weddings, I would say, are for women more than men. I'm probably just throwing oh my myself he into it. He is clay-splaining <laughs> like a madman today. I know. Women like weddings more than men. Just going to point it out. And for everybody out there, by the way, who is listening right now, as a Southern man, if you have a fall wedding, I think that you hate everything that is good about America because the best thing about America is college football and there's not a man alive who listens to this show in the South that is in favor of having to spend a Saturday going to watch a wedding. It doesn't matter who's getting married over getting to watch college football games all day. Wow. Do you even know this? I, I thought As a I New was, Yorker? We don't watch college football in New but York. But, I mean, have you, did you even know that the fall wedding is is like the third rail for a lot of people in the South, that you can't even have a fall wedding because college football is so big? Learning something new every day. Oh, so it is a it is a monster faux pas. Now I know everybody got backed up because of COVID, and every week for like the next ten years is taken now. And somebody out there is like, the only time we could get married well, this, in a certain this, place here. See, see what happens in the Northeast is we only get certain long weekends that are travel weekends. Yes, and a lot of people like to have the wedding. Memorial Day weekend, like to have the wedding. Labor Day weekend, Fourth of July weekend. That's a big ask, folks. That's a big, I mean, if it's immediate family, of course they got to be there. But if I'm like the date and, you know, it's really, you know, the second cousin, uh, Sally Beth or something who's having the wedding, am I, am I really supposed to give up my long weekend for this? I mean, that's rough. I'm just Talk, saying. You'll, appreci- you'll appreciate this. I went to a fall wedding once and I was like, how in the world did you pick this fall wedding? And I was like, she's pregnant, right? And he was like, yeah, she's pregnant. So you have to avoid the shotgun wedding in the South, and you have to avoid the fall wedding. But if you have to choose between the two, you go fall wedding sometimes. So that was one one little place where I thought we might. I, I'll, I'll put out a poll. I'm wondering if people think if they think I'm crazy. I am. I'm an evangelist for comfortable feet and no necktie. All also, right? this is, anti basically people talking on their phone. I saw, <laughs> I saw oh, your angry tweets about FaceTiming. Oh, I I am I am leading an anti-phone rudeness revolution. I am a one-man wrecking crew. I lose my mind. And I don't care. I don't know what it is with people, 
but it's gotten worse in the last couple of years. I think because everyone's now, oh, well, FaceTime, I FaceTime for work. I've, you know, it's all about video. If you are in a public place on, on FaceTime with speakerphone on, you are a barbarian who is destroying our civilization. Do I'm you just FaceTime going to say guy friends of yours? What, what, I didn't hear what? Do you FaceTime guy friends of yours? No. I'm just curious because the younger generation. Like, this is a trick question. No, 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 no. I mean, I understand if you're dating a girl and like you want to see her and you want to FaceTime with her, but I am seeing increasingly like younger guys, instead of like texting or calling a friend, they will FaceTime each other and just like talk to I, each other on FaceTime. I have not seen that. That's oh, like it's monstrously. Pro- it's monstrously. I, I guarantee you, there's a lot of dads out there nodding along. A lot of teenagers. A lot of early young age dudes, they FaceTime instead of calling. And, and I'm just going to say it. I don't know what it is, and I'm hoping to become a parent myself for the next couple of years. I don't know what it is, but somewhere along the line, some parents decided that bringing the iPad for the kids at the restaurant, all right, you want to do that? That's fair play, fair play. There's a thing they've made called headphones, and they belong on the child's ears or in their ears at the restaurant. You are going to... I do not want to hear Tickle Me Elmo while I am eating my filet mignon. Pull this clip, because I will tell you, as a parent who may plan that your kids are going to be great at the table, there is an awful lot of scrambled, here, just take the phone, take the iPad, and watch you know a video, and it is... A saving grace. So I want to pull that clip, Allie. I want you to save this for Buck as dad. Somebody is going to see Buck as dad. He's going to be out. He's going to have like eight kids. They're all going to have iPads going simultaneously, and it's going to not, he's not even going to be I'm, able to hear look, it. Civilization comes at a price, Clay. Freedom isn't free, my friend. All right. And the, that includes the chaos, iPad usage. The chaos that you are used to once you become a parent in terms of noise, in terms of all the zaniness and, and like, you have like a zen to it where you don't even hear it the same way as you did before you had kids. And by the way, Ali is saying about that, couldn't you just put televisions at receptions? This is also a big battle because some brides don't want their big day to be distracted by a football game. Again, no fall weddings. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Sundays with Clay and Buck. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at lifelock.com slash news. Identity theft protection starts here. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. 
If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details a lot of really cool stories are apocryphal which is a shame right i mean you know you hear these things like oh i wish that was true the thing about the two sword lengths in parliament um i've seen people arguing historically whether that's really the case that it's was supposed to be two because as some have pointed out swords were different lengths so and that's a whole other conversation (laughs) but well we know what happened historically i used to give tours of the united states capitol have i said this on the show before when i was in college I would walk people around Look at the United him with States. the history nerd hat. He just <laughs> slips it right on. Yeah. doesn't miss a beat. This was pre-9-11. So you could actually walk people out onto the Senate floor. You could walk them out onto the House floor. There may even be somebody out there listening who I took on a tour. Because I bet I had a hundred... I bet I took hundreds of people on tours of the United States Capitol back in the day. So if you were from the Nashville area and you got a tour in 2000 or 2001, might well have been me. Uh, but... You used to be able to take people on the old Senate floor and the old House chamber too, Buck. And if you remember Preston Brooks, and this is all off the top of my head from 20-plus years ago when I would give tours, was in the House uh, for, from South Carolina, and he beat Charles Sumner in like 1856, I think it was, in a debate over slavery on the floor, almost killed him. Beat him with a cane, a right? Almost beat yeah. him to death with a cane. And when he went back to South Carolina... His constituents gave him a brand new cane because his cane broke in the beating and on the cane was the message, hit him again. So if you think we're dealing with violent era now, back then Preston Brooks not only nearly killed a man on the the Senate floor, when he went back home, they rewarded him and gave him a new cane. Well, It's like what I, I mentioned a few weeks ago on the show that James Monroe was about to have a duel with Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr was like, no, 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 let's calm down, buddy. Let's, let's chill out here. We don't need, and then seven years later, Burr killed Hamilton in a duel. So, you know, things used to get, things used to get rough and tumble. I just, we're, we're making these historical comparisons because I, I had brought up that, you know, given the tensions on the floor of the United States Congress, you know, things could get a little, a little frisky. And sure enough, Mike Rogers not a guy I'd really thought much about uh, or th- thought much about before this, as in I didn't know who he was really. Um, got a little. Uh, he had to get held back. You saw the you saw the video yeah. of this. He went got really upset with Matt Gates. We haven't seen anything like that on the floor of Congress in a while. And it's kind of funny because a lot of you know what the response was. I saw from a lot of people. Good, get a little fired up, have a little passion out there. I mean, no one actually engaged in violence, but you know he got a little fired up. I was a coach. You've been a coach. Sometimes been, you're a coach. The assistant coach got to hold you back a little bit because the ref blows the call. Also, I would say Matt Gates is a big dude. 
and also relatively young. I don't like very many people in the uh, United States Congress's odds against you, Matt Clay, Gates. but you're you're discounting old man strength, which you know I, old man old strength man, can come out yes. of nowhere. I don't know what it is. You've you've experienced, I'm sure, like you know, if you ever had like your grandpa grab you and you're younger, you're like, damn, grandpa's got a vice like grip. That's well, where I learned I learned the word lamb base too from my grandfather. So I will say old man strength. I've thought about this quite a bit because one, it's like you know. The the way that some people used to get strong was by actually doing physical manual labor. You know, so country strong, you probably heard that phrase before, where you're just like, you're out on a farm and you just carry stuff around all the time. My grandpa was country strong, like wasn't in a gym, like, you know, doing curls and, you know, like oh, <laughs> all these different strong exercises. But I will say, if you've ever tried to walk around with multiple kids that you are carrying, you get in mom's same way. You get to the, you know, you just shrug somebody who weighs 30 or 40 pounds from one hip to the other. Sometimes you're carrying a couple of them. You watch dads try to get to the beach in the summer. Uh, I mean, it is like its own competition. You got the, you're dragging like eight different tents and uh, chairs and everything else and a cooler and you got a couple of kids on your shoulder and you got a wife who's probably walking along because you forgot the sunscreen and like you're dealing with all that. That is old man strength. Grip strength is a very, is a very good indicator of actually long, not only strength, obviously, but long-term health and vitality uh, among, among men. And I mean, I've known, I've been around because of my time in the CIA, uh, a fair number of operators, warfighters, badasses, etc. And one thing I picked up from more than one of them, but one of them in particular told me once, he said, if you see a guy's forearms, that tells you whether you want to fight him or not. I always thought that was so interesting. <laughs> he's like, he's like, because a lot of people that got, you know, they got beer muscles, you know, they don't really know what's going on. But he says, if somebody, you know, if they look like they were a state champion wrestler, when you see their forearms, yeah. don't fight that guy. Yeah, it's a bad idea. I remember my wife said back in the day, another good advice for don't fight guys. She said when she was out in the bar in Michigan sometimes, guys would take mouth guards with them to the bar in case they got in a fight. Oh, if you see somebody with cauliflower ear, settle it in court. You don't want to fight that person. If somebody calmly says, do you want to take this outside? Don't go outside with them. They'll kill you. Like That's somebody who's been in a lot of fights over the years. And if if you like square up on someone and they put a mouth guard in, you just apologize. So you just apologize right there I, and there. They've been in a lot of fights. I saw something. I mean, we have such a we, we got a whole Texas family that listens to this, right? The state of Texas. We got so many great people listen to the show every day. I saw something on social media, and I want to check this out. That it is, uh, you know, this is one of these videos that goes viral. That you are allowed to, if you say, uh, "I want to take this outside," and you step out there, and, and even if there's a cop standing there, if it is fisticuffs. And there's no uh, no one brings a weapon to the fight. No one uses a weapon in the fight. And they stop when the person is on the ground. That it's not actually an assault. I don't know if that's true or not. It strikes me that that's you can agree. To- the, that's basically the rules for hockey fighting. It's kind of the rules for hockey fighting. That under Texas state law, I find that hard to believe. I just want to say, but it is making the rounds on social media. And like, if a state is going to have that, it would be Texas. That is unbelievable. Uh, I, I find it hard to believe that that's the case. But again, if somebody calmly asks you if you want to take this outside, you should not go outside. If they put a mouth guard in, you should definitely apologize. Yeah, Unless watch out for you're strong in true forearm. danger, oh. you shouldn't be throwing a punch. Mutual combat. This is apparently a thing. 
consent to mutual combat in Texas. <laughs> it's not crazy. Wow, my mind. I mean, is that's blown. basically a duel, except without the guns. Sunday drop with Clay and Buck. Sometimes you take important lessons from surprising places, Clay. The game Risk teaches people never get into a land war in Asia. Don't th- don't think that you can actually have an ally who's your ally forever. Don't think you know where it's all going to go. Wall Street Journal has a piece up today. I didn't even know about this. Risk was created by the French filmmaker Albert, Albert Lamaurice in 1957. And he also is the guy who made the film The Red Balloon, which won the top honors at the Cannes Film Festival. But Risk was such a great entry-level uh, strategy, a sort of strategy one-on-one for kids It reminded me of Sid Meier's Civilization, which was my first computer game version of Global Strategy, which was also phenomenal. And the Wall Street Journal just giving a shout out to you Gen X people who played a lot of Risk. We did. I played Risk all the time in church daycare, which is what I went to in elementary school before and after school. We played Risk, poker, a lot of poker, uh, which is probably in church daycare, not, uh, not hugely popular. And then what I think is one of the greatest games of all time, foosball, uh, table soccer, for those of you who uh, grew up with that. Tough to beat, Buck. But yes, Risk taught a lot of lessons about the dangers of, uh, of war. Wish maybe George W. Bush had played a little bit more. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833 833- 995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. There's no four-line requirement, no activation fees, just a Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick-charging battery, and a top-tier data security system. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Pure Talk will connect you to the most dependable 5G network in America. 
for half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. The average size family saves almost $1,000 a year. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Just go to puretalk.com slash clay and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com slash clay to switch to the cell phone company my family relies on, Pure Talk. Sunday Sizzle with Clay and Buck. TikTok veterinarian goes viral with a list of dog breeds she wouldn't own. Now, let's just say this. Generally, I think that you're allowed to say whatever you want about opinion stuff or or taste issues, right? So um, if I say that chocolate ice cream is the best ice cream and someone else, for whatever reason, is a barbarian who really likes strawberry ice cream, this is always a, a debate in my household, Clay, you know, people are entitled to their opinions. Even though on Twitter, as you and I both know, if you say, I like vanilla, People will pile on and say, why, you know, why did your parents make so many mistakes in raising it? You know what I'm talking about with this stuff. It, it, I, I noticed early on in Twitter, I went on and said, which to me is an, in, in, an indisputable truth. The best cobbler. I think I said cobbler is really good. Um, you know, like, and I'm a big fan of blackberry cobbler in particular. And immediately people were outraged that I could really like cobbler. And I, this was one of the first, like maybe the first year that I've been on Twitter. And so what you learn about social media is whatever you say you like, you almost immediately get attacked. And it doesn't matter what it is. Like, I, I what is it- the least offensive thing that you could say on, and this is like a fun debate topic, you know, like there's obviously controversial topics. Mm-hmm. What is the least controversial thing that you could say on Twitter? I mean, you, something about food you like or cheeseburgers are better than I hot think it would, dogs I, but it would like when you say even like i like hot dogs somebody's gonna be like what are you crazy hot dogs are garbage are you right? kidding me like, you'll, you'll you'll get i got dragged for days for pointing out that <laughs> milk in your coffee is basically better than all these oat juices and things oh People yeah yeah right lost their minds of days and days sorry there's so many options i'm like look drink whatever you want i don't care but but anyway there's, there's a lot of these things that we, we could get into, and it is true. You could say on social media today, you or I or anyone listening could say, well, it's a nice day, and all of a sudden some account from, like, weathertruth.com or something is going to be like, why are you such an idiot? It's not good weather. It's actually causing a lot of power grid issues. Or, anyway, or, that doesn't matter. Yeah. Better enjoy always, it now because in 10 years we're all going to be dead because of climate change. You, you can't say yet. any. And by, the worst thing is if you ask, a, I wish that I could crowdsource. Quite, on this show we can, and brilliant people call in with tremendous expertise. But on social media, if you ask an honest question like, hey, what's the best way for me to regrout the tile in my bathroom? You'll get 50 responses of people saying, oh, you're such an idiot who's never done anything in his life. <laughs> like, okay. So, <laughs> but, but so I bring this up because people – and this this audience included, me included, although it's a family dog, technically, people love their dogs. You mess with their dog, and you're in a world of hurt. And I don't even just mean, obviously, like actually being mean to the dog or something. I just mean you talk smack about their dog breed. If you want to see a website crash from the traffic that will happen, start a fight between 
pro pit bull owners and anti pit bull owners. Just as an example, and I'm I'm not. Uh, by the way, I'm not starting that fight right now. I'm just saying it is something that gets people very fired up on both sides. This veterinarian on TikTok did wit. F- wit is her name. She's kind of cute. Hey, she did a little video, and I'm going to say this right now. She wasn't. She had no idea what she was stepping into. She did the five dog breeds she wouldn't own as a veterinarian. Coming in at number five are the Chinese Cresteds. I mean, the dogs and stuff are fine. I don't like hairless animals. They're zitty. They're kind of greasy. Same with cats. Number four, are these ankle biters. Nope, not not my cup of tea. Three, not just a pug, but just any brachycephalic breeds. I mean, some of them are so cute and so sweet, but they can't breathe. Literally cannot breathe. They snore. I've already got a husband that snores. I don't need anything else. Coming in at number two, the GSD. This also applies to Bel- Belgian Malinois. Play's favorite dog. And yes. coming in at one to piss everyone off is the Golden Doodle. Okay, so she's trying to have fun. Clay, this went like mega viral. People, People are furious. Are completely so. Just yeah. to be clear, she China, no, There is no. There is no community for the Chinese crested out there. Okay, I've never even seen one. Do you you know? China, I, I, oh my I gosh! Know. New York City Alley over here says she. Know, you've I've never even seen a Chinese crested. That's a thing that people see. I have no idea to what me, kind of dog that is. To me, that's like a space alien. Like that doesn't even really count. But apparently, Alley says they exist. They're they're hairless in part, which is what freaks everybody out. She mentioned Chihuahuas, and I will say our friend Tommy Laren has a Chihuahua. You go after people's Chihuahuas, it's like you're calling their baby ugly. She went after bulldogs and said they snore and can't breathe, which I will say bulldog snoring is adorable, okay? The bulldog owners they of America. They do have, though, a breathing issue, right? Clay. Clay. Come My on. understanding. I have breathing issues, all right? I've got a deviated <laughs> septum. I, I'm glad that nobody abandoned me. And, and then she mentioned German Shepherds and Malinois. Now, that one, I'm going to say, and maybe I'm stepping into here a little bit, you have to know what you're doing with those dogs. Those are not like get them and figure it out, out how to be a dog owner. I got bit by a German Shepherd when I was a kid badly. Really? You know, the, the, the scar on my face uh, on, yeah, when I was five years old, I had chicken pox. I was at my friend Neil's house. He also had chicken pox. Anybody, anybody out there who's around my age or older will remember, you know, we had chicken pox parties. They were the opposite of COVID, right? Everybody, when you got chicken pox, they wanted you to get it at a young age. Uh, so we everybody got chicken pox around the same age. I believe I was in first grade. And uh, yeah, I was in first grade. Went out to to pet his dog, Casper, uh, uh, the, uh, the German Shepherd. Casper leapt up and bit me and ripped. Uh, you didn't know? I, I don't think no. I Ripped my, my face. Like you could see the cheekbone oh was exposed. Oh my God, you're lucky you didn't hit your eye. Yeah, I know. And also my throat. Uh, my uh, lip was ripped open. I had a hole in my cheek. So I was six, and I had over 50 stitches my from God. this German Shepherd bite. So I'm not a big German Shepherd guy. Now, and They're and, working dogs. The same thing with the Malinois. The Malinois is like, is like a, a lean, mean German Shepherd in terms of its speed, and, and they're great for a lot of our military and law enforcement audience. Love their Malinois, love their Shepherds. It's because yeah. they're amazing in those roles, and if you know how to handle them. But, they're, you know, it's a, a Chihuahua is different from a Malinois, right? A, a Chihuahua and is not— And all these dogs have different personalities inside of the breed itself, right? Of Which course, is, but, but a Chihuahua is not yeah. going to go flying through an open window at top speed and take down a 180-pound man like it's nothing. 
if a chihuahua did that, it would be remarkable to see. <laughs> be kind of like that scene in There's Something About Mary with the little dog. Uh, but anyway, if you haven't seen, you can't make that move anymore. But the one that I think really, I'm going to tell you this right now, um, my fiance is a doodle person. I have experienced Doodles this are with, wildly doodle, popular. with doodle people all over the country. Doodle people's doodle people are like the vegans of the canine owner world in that they think they have figured out so they're like they don't shed, they're they're hypoallergenic, they're super smart. They're like they have figured out the secret to the top of the canine ownership pyramid here. You mess with people's doodles, they freak they freak out. How much out at do you. these doodles cost too? I think, it, I mean, doodles are probably a, a couple of, it depends where you're on the country, a couple of grand. I mean, Frenchies, which goes under the brachycephalic uh, dog or bra- uh, you know, brachycephaly, which is what the squash face dogs are. Um, Frenchies run anywhere from two or three grand up to 15 grand. $15,000. Yes, a blue a Frenchie in a city, with a, if you're going through a breeder, will cost you. That's why they, there are armed robbers. Yeah, I've seen the stories Frenchies. about people getting them stolen. Apparently, the snoring doesn't hurt the market value that much. Just saying that for the bulldog owners out there. So, we, what has happened to this uh, TikTok vet? Like, uh, she's everywhere. I mean, this, she's all this, over. You got the story of an outkick. I think she's more famous than she ever intended to be. Look, everyone needs to calm down. Ladies allowed to have her opinions. I just think it's kind of funny because there are there are some things. I will say this, Clay. It's a little bit like I'm sure there are people in the sports world. Where if you really trash somebody's team, you're like, that team sucks, their coaching is awful, they take it personally, right? They're like, hold on a second, like, I actually really think that team is awesome and inspiring. You go after people's dogs, even not their individual dog, the dog breed. And this is certainly true of, of, uh, of pit bull owners. And, you know, you mess with the bull, you get the horn, I man. I believe she didn't put pit bull on the list. I was surprised by that, too, given the ones that she went after here, but... People are there are the people that say best family dog you could ever have. And then there are people who say all the fatal attacks basically nationwide involve pit bulls. So you get this huge debate that breaks down. And because they're like when I lived in D.C. and I lived in an apartment building there, there was a whole list of banned breeds. So this does actually become an issue in your in your building. There are some cities that I think have even considered banning certain breeds citywide. I don't think that's really gone into effect yet. Um, but yeah, man, there's usually it's a weight, it's a weight issue. So there's a little bit of body shaming of the canines that goes on. Um, because I had they don't that. Want... my mom just texted me three facial surgeries to recover from that when I was six years old. Oh my gosh. I mean, think about 50 stitches for a six year old. If 50 stitches for an adult is a big wound, but for a six year old, like it was like half my face, man, that is but uh, yeah, to your way, point, speaking of dogs, missed, on a happy barely note, send us, the eye and the neck. Send us your uh, your your cute pup photos at clayandbuck.com. <laughs> we got all the sex and dogs posted. We are gonna do cute cat Tuesday at some point for all the cat. But she took a little shot, the vet at cats too. I'm just gonna say it. I we've got two cats, and I I'm not in favor of the fact that we have two cats. In fact, they really kind of drive me insane. I'm the least favorite in the house of the cats, and the cats are the least favorite of mine. They what would happen if you the, came home and you told Mrs. Travis, you told Laura, uh, you know, I, I just think we could really benefit from like a pet, a pet porcupine or maybe a <laughs> raccoon. Like, is any of that in the mix or definitely not? I think that we're in the process of getting a house built and the cats are going to be excluded from many parts of the new house that they have. They have wrecked uh, substantial portions of the what? house. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. 
Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest Toothpaste, Secret Deodorant, Old Spice Deodorant, or Gillette Razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.